Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Three of Seven podcast. This is another comms check with me, Chad. I can not fail. For the righteous falls seven times and rises again, but the wicked stumble in times of calamity. I cannot fail. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. I cannot fail. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him and He will make straight your paths. I cannot fail. Cast your burden on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never permit the righteous to be moved. I cannot fail. The steps of a man are established by the Lord when he delights in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be cast headlong for the Lord upholds his hand. I can not fail. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. I cannot fail. And I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion in the day of Jesus Christ. I cannot fail. Period. Guys, what would you have done differently today if you knew that failure was impossible? Fear of failure keeps us from experiencing the abundance of life. Understand that you cannot fail. For us to understand, really, what I'm talking about here, you, you, you can say, Chad, well, you know, you failed at stuff before. You know, hold on just a minute. What, what, what are we even talking about here, this word failure? What is the definition of the word failure? Well, I looked it up. The definition is very simple. You probably could have came up with it off the top of your head. The definition of the word failure is the absence of success. The absence of success. So what I'm saying here, guys, is I'm not claiming that I will always win. You guys have heard me talk about it pays to be a winner and how we should strive to win no matter what the race we're running is. But this is different. Failure is not the same thing as winning. Failure is the absence of success. All right? I've been out on plenty of missions. I've been out on plenty of of really, really hard endurance races. I've been through plenty of experiences in my life where I didn't win, where I did not achieve 
my desired result. But guess what? Those missions were not absent of success. Actually, those missions where I didn't quite win, those events where I missed the mark, even if it was just by a little, actually in the grand scheme of my life have been the most successful missions that I have ever had. You have to define success for yourself. I know what success looks like for me. If I step off on a mission, if I step off on a, on any, a, a really tough event, if I step off on a journey in life, I know what success is for me. Success is doing everything that I can possibly do in order to go as far as I can possibly go. Success is learning from my mistakes. Success is identifying my deficits. Success is growing and becoming a better, stronger, faster, more wise human being. That is what success is. This is what I mean when I talk about I can not fail. Look, guys, I personally feel the presence of God in my life. I know that He upholds me, I stand upon these promises that we just read from God's word. These promises don't say that you won't fall. As a matter of fact, the first one that we read says, for the righteous falls seven times, but he rises up again. That is success. That is success. Dang, this is powerful. I want you guys to experience the abundance of life. If you have a dream, if you have an idea, if you have a calling, just launch. Just go for it. Because I promise you, no matter the outcome, there will be valuable life-changing lessons learned in the midst of your journey. Go for it, man. You cannot fail. All right, guys, you get me fired up on this. Uh, This was actually a post that I made the other day on Instagram, And I just wanted to dig a little deeper into it because I feel like it touched a lot of people's hearts and maybe they needed to hear it in person coming from from my mouth and not just words on a social media platform. I wanted to go over that with you guys. I appreciate you listening in there. Look, guys, all right, a lot of cool stuff happening 
right now. First of all, I want to let you guys in on what's coming for our Patreon members. Hey, I've been thinking of how I can possibly give back to you guys in some way, shape, or form in order to thank you for supporting 3 of 7 Project and 3 of 7 Podcast. So look, we are going to start a new programming for you guys in November. It's going to be called Resurrected. This is going to be done three Sundays per month. I'm going to have some of my mentors helping me deliver this programming to you guys in order to thank you for supporting the show, 307 Project, and everything that we do. This is going to be private. It's going to be for you guys. It's going to be three Sundays a month. It's going to be live. It's going to be called Resurrected. Why did I name it that? Because look, I have I have one mission. I have one mission in life. All right? That mission is to pour into you guys in this world. And it's to raise up a army of thousands and hundreds of thousands of my brothers and sisters. An army of moral, courageous, fearless, submitted servants of Jesus Christ that cannot die. And I will achieve that. By the grace of God, that is what he has called me to do. And I will achieve that. I will achieve that by any means necessary. I cannot fail. It is time to be resurrected. What does that mean? It means to revive the practice, the use, or the memory of something and bring new vigor to it. Resurrected is going to be a study of Bible-based principles and stories. A study of my own spiritual life and of the lives of my mentors. We're going to pray together We're going to worship together. We're going to learn together. We are going to be resurrected together by the thousands. This is on my heart. And this is how I want to give back to you guys that have been committed to us for so long. So, keep an eye out for that. We're working through the technical parts of it right now. Again, this is for our VIP Patreon members. If you want to check out our thing on Patreon, go for it. 
But it's time that I give back to you guys, and it's time that we start coming together. I provided a link for you guys to set up a 15-minute phone call with me uh, if, you, if, you, if you're a Patreon supporter. So we'll talk through a little bit of this process when I talk to you guys on the phone. This is the way I work. I want to get to know each and every one of you guys. Because I love you guys. And you are the body of this project. I don't even like to use the word church, okay? I don't even like to I don't even like to use that. What what even if we if we take our societal view on church, just wipe that out of your head. What is the church? It's not a dang building. All right, it's not a preacher and deacons and elders and it's not all of that stuff. It's not some freaking dude in a robe. It's not, the church is the body of Christ. The church is the body of Christ. That's what we're talking about raising up here. That's what we're talking about resurrecting. Is the body of Christ. We're talking about reviving the use and the memory of the principles of the Bible. You guys already know all this. If you guys have listened to some of my previous comms checks episodes, I hope you realize that I'm leaning heavily into the gospel because I'm feeling led to do that. If you guys have listened to the comms checks, the most recent ones, Fear Not, there was six straight minutes of reading Bible verses. All right? If you guys enjoy that, you're going to like Resurrected. So, this is the first time I'm announcing this. I actually just had the idea for it yesterday, to be totally honest with you. Blake's been doing a lot of work on the backside to make this a possibility. We are the body of Christ. You guys are the body of 3 of 7 Project. So I hope you join us. I hope you join us even if you are not a follower of Christ. I hope you join us if you've never even picked up a Bible. I hope you join us if you're living in sin. I hope you join us if you're black, white, yellow. That don't freaking matter to me. I hope you join us because the things that we're going to talk about on Resurrected, just like the things that we talk about on the 3 of 7 podcast, are going to be applicable to everyday life. Right. All right. Sorry. I was excited about announcing that to you guys that support us on Patreon. Yeah, I had to get it off my chest. It's been on been on my mind. More to follow on that, guys. I hope you enjoyed today's comms check. Everything's going good here. You know, 
This is just to keep the lines of communications open between me and you guys. And, um, yeah, I mean, just came off an amazing basic course trip. We had an awesome team, Team 005. Tons of growth, super strong individuals. We actually had to challenge them in new ways. We really forced some some navigation responsibilities on that team because we didn't really have a crisis that was really forcing them uh, into, into a really chaotic situation. But in the wilderness, there are plenty of ways to make things a little exciting. Still had a lot of fun with that team, guys. One of the ma- major takeaways from me from Class 005 is a leadership takeaway because that class was formed um, by multiple very developed leaders with lots of people in their business uh, that, that are underneath them, basically, uh, you know, I hate to say even underneath, but but our employees or, or, you know, so a lot of really developed leaders. One of the main takeaways from that is it's, it's really funny. As we run these courses, I get to watch you guys. I get to analyze you, you each of you individual students and, and really pick you apart, especially on Saturday. And, you know, I've been seeing it quite often here lately. The best leaders that we see come through the basic course, the most developed leaders, are the worst at allowing themselves to be led. The most developed leaders are the worst at receiving help when they actually need help. It's just so foreign to them it's just so like they they just can't and then when they are in a situation that they need help not only do they want to ask for help but when the team forces help upon them because it is a team right and we have to continue to move forward so eventually the team will step up and say look I don't care if you want help or not. We are going to help you because we have to reach our destination today. You can't quit on the mountain. So when the team forces help upon that developed leader, they apologize. The the, the developed leader will apologize to the team for the help that he has received. Does that make any sense? Look, guys, there are two aspects of being a well-rounded leader. The first aspect is being able to lead, and we could do a whole podcast on that. The second aspect is being able to be led because there are going to be people around you within your team that are going to be strong in your moments of weakness that are going to have talents, they're going to be better at certain things 
than you are as the leader. All right? So if you do not allow your team to help you, if you do not allow those people around you to lead you, when you are at a deficit, you are cheating the ability of your team. Think about that. You are cheating your team. All right? Lead and be led. We see it play out in real time, in a real environment, out on the basic course. It was one of my main takeaways from Class 005, although there were dozens. I'm not going to go over them all here. Their after-actions report is for them. I'm just stealing this one takeaway to share with you guys, and I'm sure the team won't mind. All right, guys. That's today's comms check. We're at 21 minutes. I'm going to get out of your hair. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you guys are all doing well. Love you. Nuff said.